church. It's a clue for the Southfield Church. Everybody that comes there gets the message. They get the message. <laughs> yes, everyone knows about that witness. And all of my patients knows about it. And I follow that up with um, giving them DVDs on the final events or uh, the book twice. The testimony is twice. It's personally, I have material there and patients will be in the room as well. They're waiting on me reading or taking more materials. Bible studies are DVDs that uh, they get to take home. And I just uh, laid there probably from uh, that word, Nazarenes that came down from Washington State. And he's studying physical therapists in London. And he was a Nazarene, so I gave, gave them the message right there and invited them to Azure Hills, which was the church I was assisting. That's my, where my membership is. Three months ago, I went there just to drop off my tithes and, and offering. Uh, and to my surprise, the entire family were being baptized that day. But, uh, Amen. So it's lovely. Um, like the preacher said, we don't want to separate ourselves from the Seventh Adventist Church, but you know what? Each one of you should have a personal ministry going on. You should be waiting for the church to do their, their converting or their preaching and their, and their bringing in. If you believe that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, or if you want to, be receiving it, that latter rain. Uh, yesterday, I believe, for Friday night, they said the latter rain is already here. If you do not need it, I don't wait for it to come to you. You better. Better get yourself ready so it's going to start pouring down on you. It's already happened. In Latin America, there are thousands of people that are being baptized because of a, a small group that go up there and they start preaching out oh, that the messages all around the world pour in. I mean, people accepting the message by thousands and hundreds of thousands. You need to start your personal ministry. Everybody should have their personal ministry. And next for these meetings, because here we come and we can overcome everything and um, also parents uh, how we relate to our parents um, really convicted learned a lot about not blaming our parents and not not saying they're the cause of our problems 
but but loving them and you know looking at ourselves asking for forgiveness and yeah really convicted thank you very much we still have some time anyone would like to testify come on up Carlos oh Jamie you're next Hi, my name is Carlos. I attend Advent Hope, and many of you know those who attend Advent Hope know my story. You know, I was searching for a place where the truth, the truth is spread, and in Advent Hope, I found that place. And this is my my first year, um, my first time be attending these meetings, and I have been blessed, brothers, and I have this conviction that present truth needs to be preached all over the place. Uh, so as, uh, as we got the many opportunities, Freedom from Fear is coming up for those in the San Bernardino area. Please uh, attend, support in whatever, in whatever way you can. And, uh, and it's not only advertising, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> I want to be a part of whatever is preaching truth. So I just want to encourage you, please be, and be blessed as, as I am, and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Carlos. Jamie? Hello, everyone. My name is Jamie. And um, one thing that really convicted me about this weekend was um, the, Bible, uh, the Bible study that Eugene Pruitt did about the Holy Spirit. And as much as I know that when you reject the Holy Spirit, it's a big sin, but it didn't really occur to me that um, God had used Ellen G. White as a vessel and it was really the Holy Spirit that was writing the messages and if you do reject it um, it's a big sin and for me I know um, well first of all I like to say it's also very important that um, when you look with within God's people and the people of the world um, the speakers have talked about there should be a big difference when people see you that when they see you, especially by the way you dress and the way you act, that they can see that it's you're really um, a man or woman of God. And um, how I tie that with the Holy Spirit is, I know that one of my biggest struggles before was like the struggle of dress, and especially with the things that people or the speakers have talked about. When, um, for example, as a smoker, if you really want to get rid of smoking you're not going to keep two or three pieces in the cupboard, right? You're going to throw them all away. And I know that in my lifetime, as I had gotten reconverted, I kept a couple of, you know, things here and there because I didn't have money and so forth. But I know that when I took the leap of faith and I left home, and I know that God has helped me on the way through. I know that he will provide for all your needs. He's provided for all my needs ever since I left the house. And um, I just think that it would be best for, even for all the women here, be a testimony for you to show to other people how much you love the Lord by t even the way you dress. And um, I just wanted to leave that with you because that was one thing that just really touched my life, especially um, when you think about it, when you hear the truth, you know that um, you're held accountable for it and you're not winked by God. You're not winked for your ignorance anymore. So it's like that's it. Now it's powerful to hear a young lady 
talk about dress, because we know it's not easy as young people, but especially for women. So I would encourage all the sisters that are not clear on dress, because dress is very important, to talk to one of the sisters who has been convicted of that, that can help you, because you will be helping the men out a lot. I saw a hand around here. Okay. See, that's what I want to see, people fighting to get up here. Hi. Uh, yesterday, actually, I heard someone say something, and it's clearly off, clearly off, clearly off. And um, anyways, so I approached, uh, you know, I had a reaction to it, approached, you know, and went through some of the things, and, you know, and I started telling people about some of the things that were said, and, you know, and, and that's kind of what happened. And, you know, I was talking to some of my spiritual mentors and kind of explained some of the things and made some bold statements, made some uh, a little overly exaggerated statements on a few things. And um, anyways, one of them, you know, pointed out my eye. Uh, if you guys look at my left eye, it's a little red. Anyways, so later in the afternoon, I had the chance to listen to Mr. Pruitt, and he spoke. And uh, it was really touching to me. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's, it's so deep. I need to get the CD and listen to it a thousand times and take notes a thousand times and, you know, just to get everything in there. But one of the things that I did get was uh, a conviction on a couple things. And so I hope everyone here has their Bibles. Let's take a look at Matthew. And we're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 5. And we're going to start reading in verse 33. And when you're there, say amen. The Bible says, Again, ye have heard that it hath been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but thou shalt perform to the Lord thine oath. But I say unto you, Swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is a footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by the hand, or by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black. But let your communication be yea, yea, and nay, nay, for whatever is more than these cometh of evil. And originally... Even though the gentleman was off, originally I made some statements, and I ended up swearing upon a few things, and, and I was convicted. And then I actually read this verse, next two chapters up, chapter 7, verse 1. The Bible says, Judge not that ye be not judged, for what with judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote of thine eye, and behold, the beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. It's actually so interesting because when uh, I actually approached a gentleman, I don't know how the time period was, but as evidence, you can look at my left eye, there's like a blood vessel that broke. I've never had a blood vessel break my life. And I just kind of realized this today, that this is, uh, I mean, it's pretty clear when you do something like that and that something like this happens to your eye, right? <laughs> this is clear. And as witnesses, you can see my eye, a blood vessel broke, never happened before. This happened to me once a few months ago. I won't talk about it today. There was an almond or something, I ate it and it messed me up. That was another story. So anyways, this happened to me. And then while Mr. Prue was speaking, you know, this conviction would take place. I want to turn to Isaiah chapter 6. I'm going to read one last verse here. I believe everything should be based on the Bible. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5. And this is what I said. This is what I said when this happened. 
Then I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And I truly believe that when Mr. Pruitt was breaking down the Bible, I believe at 4 o'clock last night, that the Lord was there. And he spoke to me, and I was undone. So, Conviction. We all have much to learn, huh? Amen. Brother, would you like to step up, please? We've, we've uh, got a lot of things to be thankful for. Our family came here and just feel so overwhelmed for friends, especially friends and the speakers, but especially for one friend that I met. All of you have been special to us. This um, friend I happened to meet here and got talking, and I found out his grandfather and my grandfather we're from the same country, and we should have ended up in the same place. I don't know if he's here right now. Um, Alexei is the dean of the seminary in Russia. So this morning, I was going bird watching with Joel when Alexei came over here and said he's taking a walk to the mountain. I thought, this is an answer to prayer. I need to pray with him. And I think a part of our conference that we could really make. We need to remember Alexei for his responsibilities there is the same kind of controversy in every part of the world. And I would like to see, is Alexei here this morning? He's going to be flying home soon. He's, he went back? Okay. <laughs> he told me he wanted to climb. That takes seven hours. I don't know if he chose a different mountain. And we talked to the hikers there. I wish he was here so you could pray with him. He's got a big responsibility, but there are many challenges because there may be individuals who are not working side by side in the way that he needs to have the work and individuals working with him. We want to pray for him that great work is done. So I thank God for being able to say hello and meet a very important person. Those who have come far away, we appreciate that, but he has come all the way from the other side, and it means a lot to, to us to have these people here who are working very hard for the Lord's work there. Amen. I don't know how many of you got to meet Alexei. He's from Russia, and he was telling me yesterday that he really loves a conference here, and he was enjoying it, and it was such a blessing for him. So thank you for for mentioning him, and I, I hope that all of you will keep him in prayer because he does have a big responsibility. Anyone else would like to testify? Hi, um, kind of from uh, the perspective of, of helping to run the conference, I just want to uh, testify of some of the ways that actually God has helped to make this conference possible. Um, you may have been, uh, <clears throat> you may have heard mentioned a couple times that um, we actually were going to have uh, three different speakers. Uh, come for the conference, and 
Um, providentially, I would, I would actually um, say that the speakers that needed to be at this conference this year came. Um, and so the Lord allowed that to happen. And we've been blessed by the presenters that have come. Another thing, too, um, if you do go to Evan Hope, you know I've been making um, announcements about coming up. And um, probably three weeks before the conference started, we had six people signed up for the conference. Um, and so, as you can tell, the Lord took the loaves and fishes and multiplied it. Um, and even though there was a lot of stress and blood pressure in- increased on my part, um, and thank you so much for uh, registering. And I, 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 I just hope, and um, you know, I, I, I myself, um, I'm fairly, fairly baby, baby, a uh, conservative Adventist, a present truth Adventist, and um, I have found. Uh, I'll, I'll end on this. I have found the best way to continue to grow is to stop being a chair sitter and to get up and do something. And so Dr. Simonette, when he talked about having his own ministry, look for ways to, to do things for the Lord. Don't wait for someone to ask you to do something. Go out and look for ways to do things for the Lord because that's the way the work's going to get done. There's not enough people that have the observation to find people and implement. Start your own ministry. If you need people to help, if they're not around, convert some people. Amen. There's no people, so make them. <laughs> Anyone else? All right, we have this brother. Awesome, guys. Uh, yeah, my name's Jason, too. Just like that, Jason. So call me Jason, too. That'd be good. He's Jason 1. But uh, anyways, guys, uh, yeah, this weekend I, I, I've been uh, touched a lot because, number one, I want to give thanks to God, uh, most definitely, because uh, I see the love. I did a study last night with my uh, good friend, Sean, and along with uh, my friend, Mike. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we kind of forget how much Jesus loves us and the deepness that what Jesus loves us. And, uh, you know, not only do I know that Jesus loves us, but I see the environment around here of love. And I like that a lot. And, um, and I want to give you guys a lot of props. I want to thank you guys uh, for actually, you know, a lot of you guys are actually living the truth. And, uh, you know, I come from a Sunday church. I was raised in a Sunday church uh, my whole life and uh, really not active in it. But, uh, you know, it's going there kind of boring, you know. Um, and uh, seeing some people, you know, uh, you know, uh, including the, the, the pastors, not have the leadership. And uh, that kind of turned off my family, that kind of turned myself off and turned a lot of my other friends off. But as I came, you know, to this conference and, you know, as I've been studying over the past couple months, my wife and I, I, I really see the true identity of Christ in you guys. And I want to thank you guys for that. And I appreciate that a lot, guys. Because that means a lot to me because, you know, like I have a soul and everyone else has a soul. And the last thing I want to do is lose it. And I want to thank you guys a lot for, you know, living the truth. So, thanks. Amen. That's, that's powerful. Jesus was revealed through Southwest Youth Conference. I have this brother right here. He came up here. So we'll give him an opportunity. Hello, everybody. My name is Serge. Um, one thing coming up here to Southwestern, I realized that it's sad to say that the, so a lot of the churches that we're at, they don't really preach a lot of the truth. And it's kind of funny. I have a friend right here named Mikey Minimo. Um, it was a long time since I, I had talked to him. And just out of nowhere, actually, I was hanging out with one of my friends in front of his house at like 1030 at night. And he just happened to drive by. And um, we just had a Bible study right there for till like 1 o'clock in the morning, something like that. And um, ever since then, we just... We've just been hanging out, and I'm sure, every, like everybody here, not people have things that they're not um, happy that they've done in their life, and um, I also have things like that, but coming up here, I just wanted to say that 
um, this is a great thing that you guys have going here. Um, it, it changes lives. For, it really does. And I think that we shouldn't just leave it here, but take it down the mountain. And don't just hold the truth with, like, within yourself. Let, every, let everybody else know, even though, it, even though people will try and stop you from the truth or stop you from telling the truth, just let people know it. Because if you don't and everyone's scared, then who's going to know? And people need to know how else, you know. So I just want to say this is a great thing you guys got going here. And it really does change lives. So take it down, take it down the mountain, and tell it to everybody you know so they can know the truth also. Thank you, Serge. I saw a hand up there. God is really working. Remember, as Adventists, we know we are in the Day of Atonement. And like Serge was saying, we all have sins that need to be confessed. And God is more than willing to do that. So let's, let's take an opportunity of that. Hi, my name is Raja Tuma. Um, I happen to be a physician. I really don't know where to start. <laughs> um, Southwest Youth Conference has been a great blessing, and I expressed that earlier to Norm. Every one of the speakers was awesome. Um, last January, February, I had the honor of uh, going under global evangelism to Ghana, and um, it was a blessing. I lifted up the Lord's name up high. Just like Pastor DiCarlo said, I was straight, honest, revealed the Lord's truth to the max. And God blessed, God blessed richly. Um, in my practice, I uh, witnessed my patients every day. Actually, um, not just my patients. Friday, I was sitting in my office. I just finished seeing the last patient. I sat in my office, and a drug rep walks in. Oh, hi, Dr. Tuma, and she's trying to promote her drugs. So what are you doing this weekend? I told her, I'm going to, to the mountains, to a retreat. Oh, what kind of retreat? I told her, it's called Southwest Youth Conference. It's a Christian conference. She says, oh, I didn't know you were into that. I told her, praise the Lord, I'm not only into that. I just <laughs> praise his name for the change that he has made in my life, the peace that he's given me, the joy that passes all understanding. And she said, I want to hear more about that. And I started telling her more and more. She says, can I come and take you out to lunch? I want more of that. My life is so full of anxiety and stress. I want to hear more of what you got. I told her, it's my pleasure. Please come in. <laughs> so not this Wednesday. The Wednesday after, we have an appointment. She's going to take me out to lunch. And I'm going to preach the word of the Lord to her. Uh, Southwest, Southwest Youth Conference, all the speakers had such great pearls to give us. Uh, I don't know what to express to you, what, what um, um, Im impacted me the most. Everything did, actually. And I've got so much into here now that it enriched my witness, my testimony. And one thing I want to tell you, do not be... Um, uh, intimidated uh, into approaching anybody the Lord will pour it into your mind I find myself once I start talking I cannot stop and people just <sighs> they're just ready to just <laughs> take it inside it's amazing how thirsty people are for the truth so go for it the Lord is with you he will give you everything you need without even 
ask, I mean, of course, it's nice to ask before you start, but it will pour, trust me. God bless you all. There's a lot of good stuff happening. And sometimes we hear these testimonies and we're not sure, can I speak like that? Can I give a Bible study? All we got to do is study our word. And God has promise. Remember, if you hide his word, he will reveal it. But we got to study the word first and keep it in our heart. And God will give us those words. I have time for one more testimony. I believe it was right here. Hi, um, my name is Amber, and I come all the way from San Diego. And this is the first, my first youth conference that I've been to, and I want to. I'm truly blessed to be here. And like Pastor Ophel said, if it wasn't for our parents, we wouldn't be here. And my mom got me here, so um, I learned a lot from all the speakers and. One thing that I'm glad I came for, especially, is because school for me starts in two weeks about, and I go to a public high school, and I was glad that they said certain things, and sometimes I felt like they were talking to me, that things I needed to hear, because I was searching for help to do with what I'm going to the choices I'm going to have to make at this school and um, what is right and what is wrong. And we all know what is right and what is wrong, but I learned that it's our choice to do what is right, and we've got to make that. And I just want to say that this is a good conference, and it's good how many people showed up, and I hope they were truly blessed as I was. In closing, I I didn't like this year's Southwest Youth Camp. I don't know if you guys remember, last year it was longer. So maybe next one we can go back to the original plan and, you know, have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's the only complaint I have. If you guys will stand, let's have a word of prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, We come before you with a heart full of joy because you've given your son for us. And the more we can study the Bible, the more we can study your present truth, we understand just how much you love us, Father. But we can't stop here. We got to understand how we got to live out the life that you've lived already. And we got to reveal to the world that we must vindicate your name, Father. Please. Convict us of your truth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, don't go anywhere. Basically what we're doing is we were splitting the um, testimonies and networking into um, one.